Everyone, hi, hello, welcome to a very exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in the studio with my husband, Daniel Quantz. Now, he has been huffing and puffing and acting so put out over an array of things. First of all, he couldn't figure out how the microphone stand worked. And I kept saying to him, honey, just get the one that you understand. The other one was a boom. It's the one that Tony Thaxton used while he was here in person yesterday. You heard that episode a week ago, but we're actually banking some episodes because uh, Daniel and I and our kids are going out of town. Please don't rob us and please don't come uh, harm us. Just, uh, just act as if I didn't even give you that tidbit of personal info. But anyway, um, Tony had used a boom microphone stand because he's at an advanced level of microphone standery. And that was still in the seat that Daniel sits in. And so Daniel was having some trouble with it. And I said, honey, just get this, the one you're used to, just get it. And he, that caused huffing and puffing. And then finally he said, he, he pushed his chair out. Got, oh, for God's sake. Got the other Jesus. stand. And then he's like, he stood up and he's like, but I do, I just want to figure out how it works. And then I said, could you put the clip on it? Because there's these little clips. I mean, it's not worth going into. This is not... This is a six-part representation this is of what happened. This is a six-part. It's no, going to be a six-part no, series on Netflix, and then Hulu is going to do a fictionalized version of it. And I'm still deciding who's going to play me. Anyway, are you done? No, I'm just getting started. And then I said the microphone clip, which holds the cord to the stand. You said that this I am resetting in case someone got distracted by your intrusion. Because that has been an issue in this show and our marriage. Oh, my God. The clip, the microphone clip thing. I said, could you put the – and you said the clip's right here on the table. And I said, could you put it with the stand, please? And then you – I mean, that caused like a huge huffing and puffing. And then you said the carpet in this situation, and I quote, blows chunks out of my butt. The rug situation here. Blows chunks out of my butt. It does. And then you said, I would carpet it in here, but I guess it's not really my call. It's not. And then I said, yeah, carpet would be good. And then we started the show. Listen. What, 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 did I, what was a lie? Well, first of all, you're not... Expl- like, I sat down in, mm. and then... There's a microphone here. I'm just going to try to make it work. All I wanted to know is how to tighten the thing. And you're like, get the other one. It's like, (laughs) or you could just tell me how to tighten it. It's very advanced. It's not. But for some reason, well, more advanced than I could figure out because the thing that I was turning wasn't tightening it. And so whatever. The other thing is all the way across the room, meaning I have to get up. And it's the tight squeeze, got to go, then go get it, and then come back, 
there's like a, 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 a squatting that has to happen because it's on the floor. Like this is lots of movement. Honey. La- Excuse me. I let I'm you talk. I'm sorry. You're right. You have the floor. There's a lot of effort to get that other one as opposed to just show me how to tighten this one. So fine. I, get, I go. I get it. I sit down. You know. And then you're like, this is you. Can you please put the clip back on the other one? And it's just like, I was just <laughs> up. I was just over there. Could, you could have said something then. Can I just do it later when I'm up anyway? Can you please now, please? Can you please? I, the urgency, I don't understand. I mean, maybe in the middle of the show, it was going to get up and start making a bunch of noise or something. Like, you know, the, but okay, yes. Maybe the maybe the microphone police are going to burst in in the middle of the show and go, Where, why is the clip not on the... The microphone police are going to burst into the show and they're going to say, why is your husband not on the mic? <laughs> because I don't want to blow everyone's ears out. Okay. I've got mic technique, honey. Do you? Yes. This has been conver- – we've already been through this. You once before have questioned uh, how good my mic technique is. And then I, I believe that the uh, the listeners made themselves loud and clear in support of DQ – and his excellent Mariah Carey esque mic technique. I don't remember that. Okay. Anyway, let me know when I have the floor again, please. Uh, was there was something else that you mentioned? Something? Oh, the rug. Yeah. No, it's, first, it does blow chunks out of your me. butt. Sorry. When we first moved in here, I suggested carpeting, uh, maybe something easy to put down, and you were like, "No," like you're like. Uh, what's his butt from Aerosmith? You got to have your rug with you wherever you, under your. Is microphone. that what Steven Tyler does? Steven Tyler, yeah, he has like a he does uh, like a rug that he always has under him. Oh, I didn't know that. Or or uh, didn't uh, Jerry Garcia have that too? Anyway, I did not know anything about this. So you insisted on getting rugs, and I don't of course the rugs that. are just like none of them f- fit. They overlap. They it's bunch a- up. You try to move your chair, and and one leg is off the rug, and the other's on. You can't everything get comfortable. In he- yeah, everything in here is bunched up. I'm always worried about people falling. We could have just done what I suggested in the first place. Okay, now you can have your show back. Thank you. Well, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. Uh, okay, let's talk about the clips for a second. These are little plastic clips. No one cares. I do. Well, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. These are little plastic clips that hold the cord to the microphone stand, thus making everything a little bit neater. Now, the problem is they're small. They're black. Daniel, let's walk the listener through this. What color is the microphone stand? Black. What color is the cord? Black. What color is the table? Black. What color is this Zoom recorder? That I can't I'm see to? it. It blends right in. It's <laughs> black. Everything blends. What, in. All yeah. I see is a sea of black, honey. Right. So with do no, you, no nothing distinguishable from anything else. Do you see why if we allow it, a clip? Oh, and yes, also, I do. If my if my eyes did not have the ability to see contrast, then yes, you're right. Except that I can literally see every single thing on this. One table. more. Just fine. This is just fine. Have you seen, even though it's all black. Have you seen Inherit the Wind? Because no, this, no. this you haven't. Are you familiar with it? It's about the I've scopes. Heard the, the words "inherit the wind" in that order before, but I didn't. 
otherwise. In case anyone's wondering if it's difficult to be married to someone who lacks um, basic knowledge of important theatrical (laughs) touchstones. What were you saying? It's about the Scopes monkey trial. Uh A teacher, and it's it's based on real Mm -hmm. fact. A teacher Mm -hmm. was put on trial Mm -hmm. for teaching about evolution. Mm -hmm. A really big Southern lawyer Mm -hmm. was one of the lawyers, Mm -hmm. and they made a play about it, Inherit Mm -hmm. the Wind. It's a really good play. I'm sure it sounds great. And I am putting you on the stand now, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to blow that play out of the water with okay. my All right. litigious drama that's about to happen. Okay, I've already proven. Exhibit A, everything in here is black, including the microphone clip. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, mm. in the time, you have been married to me and been doing intros for the show... Not been annoyed by you? Objection. <laughs> okay. Sustained. Uh, lost a microphone clip. Um, in my defense, that <laughs> happened. It was night. We are in the middle of the day right now. Uh, it popped. Objection. It popped off, uh, I believe, and got lost in a tangle of cords. There were extenuating circumstances. In this case, the clip was right next to me. I was aware of it. I had just taken it off deliberately. So... You had mentioned it. Why? It was a thing that, like, I, all I'm saying is I could have done it later. I wasn't not going to do okay, it. Okay, but you can see where I would be concerned about it because it's happened before. That's not the, – the, it's not a question of whether or not you should have been concerned about it. <laughs> I understand – I am so used to you being overly concerned about trivial bullshit. <laughs> I <laughs> – I – was quibbling with the urgency of the matter. I understand. Not the matter oh, itself. Oh, and then I had one more thing to say, and then we're going to move on to real Why show. Why do that? Why move on to Why real show? On? Why move on? We can stay on this topic the whole time. Because I am something called a professional. Oh, okay. Anyway, I, just, just finish. I am carrying you on my back. Yeah, I am like that one set of footprints. This podcast is one set of footprints right now. Now, you pointed out how difficult it is to go now i understand speaking of a set of footprints in the sand this rug is a bit like walking on the sand but i just you you moving the chair i think my apple watch i I, this is just this is official my apple watch told me it was 100 calories just to move the chair you made it sound like i keep the other microphone stand in it's like all the way across the room yeah how many feet away is that do you think i don't know i feet i don't know whose feet you're talking about i mean it could it's a lot of feet it's like eight feet. It's like about 30 leprechaun feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is Elliot's Irish song that he sings? I, I didn't. I couldn't really hear him that well. I mean, it was cute, but I could barely hear it's what like, he It's like, oh, I'm a. <laughs> it starts with he has to put his brogue in his mouth. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I'm a wee fairin. I feel like I could look it up. I'm a wee fairin man. I do my work as best I can with a. Something and a clipe of ham. Yeah, I'm a wee farin man, uh, and it's like it's like an i it's in an Irish bur- brogue or dialect or something. But he said a 
we we for we I don't know whatever the word is is a term for a leprechaun. I'm gonna look this up. It, it was the cutest fucking thing. I actually have a video of his teacher singing it, but I don't feel like it would be appropriate for me to play it on the show. But we for they got Barula really into St. Patrick's man, Day. um, leprechaun. I'm gonna look this up, Daniel. Certainly, you have something to say. No, I I, uh, I don't think I've ever celebrated St. Patrick's Day as much as we did this year. In a non-drinking capacity. Like we had. Our- we Falori man. We Falori man. Yes. I'm the We Falori man. It's an Irish children's song. It's We Falori. Yeah. I've never heard that before. A Falori man was a bad weed leprechaun from the north of Ireland. Um, okay. I, I am the We Falori man children's song. I am the wee Falori man, a rattling, roving Irish man. I can do all that ever you can, for I am the wee Falori man. Doesn't it sound like the wee Falori man is sneaking in the back door and sleeping with your wife? Or just beware the wee Falori man. Because he will sneak in and steal your wife. No, have... because he'll murder you. And you're... It sounds like a horror character. The wee Falori man. I think... Hey, you better be good or the wee Falori man will come in and cane you in the middle of the night. I have a sister, Mary Ann. She washes her face in the frying pan. I don't think he sang that line. And out she goes to hunt for a man. I have a sister, Mary Ann. I am a good old working man. Each day I carry a wee tin can, a large penny bap, and a clipe of ham. I am a good old working man. There you go. There you go. Wee Falori man. Well, it was... a pe- Okay. And a, uh, footnotes. A penny bap. And he clapped when he said that a penny bap and a clipe um, is a flattish round bun. A penny bap. Hmm. Um, anyway. Isn't it fun how each culture seems to have their own version of mythical little creatures? Yes. Like uh, Iceland has the. Bjork. Uh, has Bjork. They have Bjork, myth, the mythical. No, they have the, uh, the Yule lads. And they have, um, I don't know, it's like everybody, maybe, maybe each culture invents them because they're real. Elliot wants them to be real. Daniel told Elliot that he didn't know if he believed in leprechauns. And Elliot, okay, hang on, we got to listen to the song. And Elliot was like, heartbroken. Dulcimer. There's a lot of reverb on this too. I, think. I just want to say, any any culture where it is encouraged and acceptable and part of the culture for everyone to sing songs together while drinking is a superior culture. Or even not drinking. But like, I feel like you go into an American bar and everyone's just fucking fighting or depressed. 
There are certain songs that come on though, and I and thank God I can't think of any right now because I don't want them in my head. That they do come on in everyone. Oh, Sweet Caroline. It just uh, that doesn't bop, count. Bop bop. No no no, that doesn't really. No, that's not the same though. Like, did I just quote Whitney me. Cummings podcast? Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> what I'm talking about are like drinking songs or just like yeah. communal sort of folk songs. Uh, not like everyone likes the first verse of some stupid like shitty song. Yeah. Uh, it has to do with like a community spirit and a, a a joyfulness about life that I feel like uh I I I wish we had I wish we had that. You are drawn to communal experiences, and I've mentioned it before. But when when we who first isn't did... you, you to say that like that's a that's an unusual thing. No, I don't think it's unusual. No, it's not. Thank you. I rest uh, my case, Your Honor. Are we still? Are we still yeah, doing still, inherit got, the wind? Yep. yep. <laughs> oh wow! But my whole case was just that. Yeah. Uh, when we first started dating, I thought I noticed that you were fascinated with cults, and my armchair analysis was: you're an only child, and you had a bit of a lonely childhood, and that you are drawn to the. Um, communal experience of the children that the children have in cults even though you know there's a darkness there mm, I, but i don't think that's I really think, what it is i think there's probably some truth to it i would say that i uh, have a a particular sensitivity to the loneliness of modern american life mm. and that it isn't invented by me but it's maybe i notice it more than other people notice it but i think People are very lonely and isolated in our culture, and that I could go on and on about the reasons for that. I won't, but um, I long for those things that would bring us together. I think that they they just make life better. On Upworthy Weekly, we just did a story, and by the way, anyone who's listening to both, and if you are, I'd like to give you a big kiss on the forehead or the cheek or wherever you want it. Those are your options, forehead or cheek. Um, Top of the head, too. Uh, But this will indicate that you're hearing this a little bit after we recorded it. We just did a story about these two women, and I'm not making this up. Their names are Holly Harper. Oh. And oh God, Polly Harper. No, it's like Holly Harper and Henna Hopper. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. They're friends. Yeah, but it's not Henna. It's like it's oh, I'm oh, what was it? It's like Holly Harper and and something Henna Hopper. I mean, it's but anyway, they two divorced women with kids, and they decided to get a house together. But then they couldn't afford it, just the two of them. So then they put it, they posted it on a neighborhood listserv. So then these four single women with kids all bought a building together and they're raising their kids all together and they have like a trampoline and a craft room. And it's this sort of, um, it was on the Today Show presented as this new model for how, like a, a new model for family living. Yeah. And I pointed out that I lived in. I don't know if you know that I lived in New York. I don't mention it a lot, but I lived in the you know bottom level of a four-story brownstone that was you know different generations of the same family all lived in it on different floors. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Yeah, um, and they had had it forever. Like the the my landlord had grown up there. Um, the place we just moved out of 
had a similar situation. Yes, exactly. So this was, you know, four units in a building, but they were all, and so it was four single women and their kids all living in this one building communally. They all had separate units, but they all lived communally and shared expenses and shared responsibilities and things, which seems like this new you know, way to do things, but really it's a very old fashioned. It's way actually to the do oldest things. way of doing. Yeah, things. exactly. <laughs> the difference is they're not blood relatives. That was the point oh, I was making. Interesting. Well, I think that it's more of a, uh, a modern post industrial kind of thing where, uh, and maybe, maybe more of an American thing where we just become atomized and, and yes. it's been, it's like you grow up and then you move out and you go away and actually think, Real quick, I think that's a big reason why we have such anger in the heartland because you got an old these older generations that like grandparents who don't have connection to their family anymore because they all moved to the fucking cities. I think that's a big source of of anger. But um, like in Costa Rica, you know, m- uh, my dad lived in Costa Rica for a while, and it's like there they have a tradition of of they just build onto their homes. You know, they have these compounds. Um, to me, there's so much to be gained from that, like not just being able to help each other, but children being able to have exposure to older generations and, the, you know, the shared, like the ability to communicate the experiences. It just is so much more healthy. Now, if you have a, a toxic family, of course, that's not. And mm. it's, you know, so it's not good in all cases, but like this, this sort of, I don't know, like value we have here in this country of just going away and being an individual is so bad. Here's a question for us. Here's a question. In other countries, do they have fewer toxic families and toxic family dynamics, which I find really hard to believe, or are they just, do they just place less of a premium on recognizing it and talking about it it's a good question i mean i'm sure like i said you know (laughs) it's not all it's not good in every case i mean like you know uh there's definitely uh what would you say branches of my family where those people should not have done that and they didn't and that's good you know should not have what lived all lived together like my mom yeah was raised in connecticut and she went to college in tucson like she was trying to get as far away as she could. And you know what? She was right to do that. So it's not in her case. So I'm not saying it's always good, but I'd say in an ideal set, like yeah. for us, there's no way I'm letting Owen and Elliot go away to college. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> they don't know this, but they're never leaving. No, they're never leaving. They're never going to leave. They're yeah. going to go to, there's colleges nearby that they can go to. There's some very world-class colleges and universities. They do Can not I tell to, you, someone wrote into Childish, because, um, you know, on Childish, we make a big point of Greg and I are in different stages of parenting, and he's now yeah. empty nest, which is nuts. Uh, and so someone wrote in and asked, do we ever look at the other one, their stage of parenting, and do we ever feel jealousy? And... I said like you, you'd be jealous that there's no one in the house. Like I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or, or jealous, of, you know, jealous of having teenagers or older kids. And, and no. I said, no, I look at that and it makes me appreciate what I have yeah. even more because I, because he's been very open about how tough it is for him right now. Like yeah. I told you, you know, I told you off, off air 
that uh, about a story he told on air that when he said goodbye to his Owen yeah. And he knew that he might not see him. And that for, Owen's in another city. Yeah, because Owen's living in Chicago now. Yeah. And he, Owen is taking a trip and then like he's not going to be home. You know, oh, he, right, he might yeah. not see Owen for a number of months. He got in the car and he just like wanted to cry. It was heartbreaking for him. Um, and mm. I see how he's been very open about how how tough this transition is for him. So I see that. And I just think. Yeah. I want to appreciate every minute. And he was saying the ages that our kids are like, that's really prime time. Like that is, and I've been thinking about that. What does he mean by that though? Like, that's really a, those are great ages. Like you're really in the thick of it. The, the, this is like the, the heart of parenting in a good way. Right. Like you're, you've got the, you've got them before they become distracted by social pressures at school and all of that and also they still like love you to death mm-hmm. like yeah i mean he didn't expand on it but i kind of we've been talking lately about how owen is at such a fun age and yeah i've just been thinking i think right now five and three we're gonna look back on this, this even though it's hard some t- often it's hard often but we're gonna look back on this and we're gonna miss this oh, and I so know. i'm trying to really appreciate it while it's here because i know we're gonna miss it i mean this is a very special time i've talked about this before i i'm very aware of that and i and i really it helps to be in the moment to remember that like i'll think i'll have that thought and it helps pull me into the moment because i think like yeah in the future i'll i'll give anything to be in this moment right now uh so i should really be here right now i should be present um yeah like i picked Owen up from school from preschool yesterday and you know you show up and they the teachers see you and then they go you know oh and your dad's here and he came running around the corner the biggest smile daddy <laughs> like you know and it's like you know in LA it'll do stuff and you just go five years from now they're gonna be so over me you know oh, they're gonna be embarrassed yeah, they're just going to be like... Dad. Oh, We've talked about that. Can you park down the street so that my friends don't see you or whatever? You know? <laughs> I know we've talked about it before, but can we talk again about the most teenage teenager we ever saw in our New lives? York. We were in New York. This is before we had children. Have we shared the song you sang? Oh, uh, farting all over New York. Do, do, do. <laughs> do a lot of walking in New York. And it is a, folks, it is a great place to walk and fart (laughs) in New York City because it's stinky as it is, you know, there's lots of smells, garbage on the streets, you know, all that, lots of noise. I mean, you can just rip them and then sing about it. Yeah. And no one has it. No one's the wiser. Except me. Except you. Yeah. Were we married? Mm, I don't know. I can't remember which trip this was. I think so. Yes, we were. Yes. So anyway, we were walking, and we saw a middle-aged, a, a t- like a teenaged girl walking out of a 
townhouse or whatever you call those brownstone yeah and, and then it, her father behind her like locking up and they had the same face you could tell right away it was father and daughter because it was the same face on a middle-aged man and on a teenage girl and she was wearing a uniform but you know it was weird what? their cat had the same face <laughs> it was the weirdest thing and she had her jaw like pushed out yeah, just, and she ugh. looked like ugh. and she went it was the most teenage noise that has ever been uttered it was like that is just like the spirit of teenagerhood it was just embodied emanating just emanating you could tell that her dad's entire being and presence was bothering whatever he did what it was so obvious to her he should have known better but like there was nothing that we could detect that he was doing wrong he was just probably standing too close i do notice it sometimes though because lately anytime i sing to owen he's so like no oh he hates he i sang i when i i sang you are my sunshine to him and he looked like he was about to cry (laughs) yeah it's funny elliot is the opposite he loves and i call i sing him songs uh you know when he goes to bed often Owen, I'll try to do that. He's, but when he was a baby, he loved it. Yeah. So I don't know. Something changed. Owen, uh, he just wants to hear songs from Backyardigans. Not sung by us. No. Sung Only by, sung by uh, Backyardigans. Them, Speaking yeah. of programming, we are supported by Peacock's Below Deck Down Under. Good day, Yachties. <laughs> Your favorite reality franchise. Love this show. It's the best. It is so good. Charting a course for Australia in Peacock's new original series, Below Deck Down Under. On a super yacht near the Great Barrier Reef, it's not just the waves that rock the boat. Each charter of outrageous guests presents new challenges for the yachty hotties, but you can count on them to work hard and play harder. Besides, there may be sharks in the water, but this crew has a bite of its own. Fan fave Asia from Below Deck Med is back as Chief Stew, while hunky newcomer Jason has everyone saying, aye, aye, Captain. Add in yacht-sized egos and dueling deckhands, and you can bet there's drama on the horizon. If you're looking for the ultimate escape, pull up that anchor and come aboard. Below Deck Down Under is streaming now with new episodes every Thursday, only on Peacock. I also want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. You guys know if you've listened to me for any amount of time. Or Maybe you can just tell from my general vibe. I'm very, very much a fan of therapy. Therapy has helped me immensely. Um, I Anyone who is open to it in the least, I, I recommend therapy for them. I just think you can get so much out of it. Um, look, relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Uh, BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Allison Rosen listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R, H-E-L-P dot com slash best friend. Okay, so we solicited your calls and we have some. Here we go. Hi, Allison and Daniel and Tony, I believe. This is Lisa Lowry calling from Twin Peaks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually visiting Washington right now. Uh, paying my respects to where Becky's ashes were and getting a memorial tattoo and um, just staying in 
a beautiful city top of waterfall. So um, things are pretty good, except for I had to leave. So that's not great. But um, how are you guys doing? <laughs> anyway, all right. Take care. Bye. This is Lisa again. Well, you know, whatever. Bye. <laughs> I love the name Sandwich. I know. Uh, last week when I had Tony on uh, in person again, I'd like to point out, we did some calls and I don't think I don't think the callers did the name sandwich. Let me remind people. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the Daniel Quants, the DQ method for calling into the show. You say your name at the beginning and at the end so that I remember your name. Because otherwise, if you say it, and this, this should go for in person too. Because honestly, like, I am so distracted by just the, well, let me start over. I'm always overwhelmed in my brain whenever I'm meeting a new person. Like, it's just a lot. So when they say their name, I'm I'm not. It doesn't sink in. It's just like uh, there's just like a wall of noise in my brain that keeps it out. Uh, so it's like it'd be nice at the end of you. Anyway, uh, I'll see you later again. This is, my name is Paul. You know, and you go. Oh, okay. Now I remember. Um, so anyway, appreciate it. Of course, Lisa didn't have to do that because we know we Lisa. know Lisa. Yes. And um, what a sad occasion. But how nice of you to right. all get together. Um, and uh, remember, such a wonderful person. Yeah. So Becky McClure was uh, a listener of the show and just a really lovely person who um, I had this whenever I did live shows, I always happened to run into her at the airport. It was like our little thing that was I, <laughs> at the show. I'd be like, see you at the airport. And then somehow I would always see her at the airport. It was crazy. Um and she was the best and she passed away at the beginning of the pandemic not from covid and it was very shocking and upsetting and awful and i still she pops into my head all the time and she touched so many listeners lives there's like a group of listeners um who have become real life friends they're a community if you if you're hearing that and you're like that sounds great become a part of it um, Form your own pod. Yeah. Well, so they ha- they have yeah, but they no. I'm not saying if friend if having friends sounds fun, you do that. But yes, make some friends. No, but I'm I mean like if you if having Allison friends <laughs> become a be, beef, come friends with them. Yes. Um. Uh. And they have a podcast, the BFF Fan Cast, um, Best Friends Fan Cast. Lisa Lowry is the host of that. Mm-hmm. Um. And. I'm trying to think like what address look up best friends fan. Cast. She, sh- she shares my it. passion for twin peaks. Yes. Why she said that. Cause she's in Washington. Although she said, she's, she's been, at the top of the waterfall. Is she, are you, were you Lisa? Were you at the, I think she was. Cause I was looking Great at Northern her hotel. I was looking at her Instagram stories and it was beautiful. But anyway, she went to where Becky's ashes were and it uh. was beautiful. And she got a, um, a tattoo to memorialize Becky. That's but nice. anyway, I think I cut myself off. What I was saying is, they, they like Becky because they would meet up when I did sketch fest and stay together and they had like they have done a bunch of episodes of best friends fan cast together a lot of listeners knew Becky and had become mm-hmm. you know friends with her in real life and she just left like a huge hole in everyone's heart mm-hmm. um so Lisa went up there to like you know pay respects to where her ashes are and oh, it's so sad but also beautiful so i was looking at the stories my i i cried looking at the stories but it's like very sweet and thank you for calling in yeah good to hear from you yeah so i'm gonna say if people are listening and they want to be involved 
with the hardcore Allison people who are a community of real life friends, real life fans who do this podcast, they should look up best friends fan cast. You know what we should do? What? We should we should create a, a tool for people to meet other Allison fans in their area. Yes. And we can have a, a whole network of Allison pods where Allison people and then we can you guys can be on on call ready when we need to when we need to organize and le- overthrow the government what what i don't know where this, this is took going. a different turn well than I was but expecting. but it, w- it could be useful let's just yeah say, like alice the militia right if we need to have a convoy a yes. love convoy a and love we, convoy and you can get in your love buses and and storm the capital daniel what? i don't know who know we don't know who's <laughs> listening all right well. if we need people in a lot of cities to sing we Flory man yeah Okay. Hey, Allison, it's Landry Wilson. And uh, I just wanted to say, you know, like when you're watching a movie with a spouse and then some crazy sex scene is in the movie, and isn't it just awkward? Like they're doing these positions that are unnatural and and they're just like so into it. And then you're there with your spouse and, and you're both awkwardly going, you know, what's going on here? Okay, well, anyway, I'm a big fan, Landry Wilson, and I've been listening since the days when I had to actually go on a website and right-click on the podcast and download the MP3 and put it on some device or CD or something and listen in the car. Uh, So I've been listening a long time. Big fan. Thank you. Um, Landry Wilson, your name (laughs) sounds so familiar. What kind of movies are you watching? I know. That's my thought, too. I'm trying to remember the last time I've seen a movie... I think it was uh, Team America that was the last movie I saw a sex act that had positions. Like, I feel like that used to be a thing a yeah. lot more in movies back in the 80s and maybe early 90s than it is now. You don't Literally, really see sex scenes. Wait, like Team that. America with the puppets had weird positions? Have you seen the movie? I, yeah, I think I saw it in the theater, <laughs> but I don't remember. Oh my God, there's like a hilarious sequence with the puppets fucking uh. where they're just like in these. But, um,. Yeah, I uh, I don't think that. I think for me, it's like if we see any if we see any affection at all, it's awkward. <laughs> like, uh, uh, uh. you know what I what I find awkward though is watching a movie with your parents. I mean, it's been many many years. Oh yeah, but when, watching, you're getting... when you're watching a movie with your parents and there's a sex scene, and then you're like, I want the ground to swallow me whole. This is right what happens. Now. Everyone just freezes. Yeah, I know. Like, no one make no, no one move, or they'll think you're titillated or thinking about. <laughs> you want to know what my dad does? What? He goes like this because he's a 13-year-old girl. He goes, Ooh. Well, see, but that's okay because that no, breaks it's, the tension. It's, I don't like it. Well, because you were a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should come up with something I could say. I'd be like, get it on. No. All right. You could do that uh, That stupid thing people do with the the porn music. You go, bonk, chink, bonk, keep the going. Um. Anyway, listen, uh, Landry, uh, that was a good that was a good thing to point out. Uh, um, unfortunately, we just watch. Uh, first of all, we don't watch movies together, Mm-mm. which I've been wanting to. You know, we've been talking about exposing you to all the movies that you've never seen, which is most of them. I watched two thousand and one Space Odyssey. And you enjoyed it. It was a good couple experience years ago. Yeah, it was like I think it was last year, honey. Whatever. Um. 
Yeah, but your your attention span is 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 only as long as you can stay awake. Yeah, um, which is basically like one episode of a of a show. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing. We've been yeah. watching shows. We've been watching the dropout. Pretty which, good, which is pretty good. Yeah. Hi, Allison. Uh, this is Megan from the St. Louis area. I just saw your prompt to call in and let you know what's going on. Um, and it made me realize that I have been listening to your podcast for over 10 years, um, which is just wild because I haven't done a lot of things for 10 years. So <laughs> I just wanted to say how much I love the podcast um, and enjoy your content week over week through the ups and downs. Um, it's really been a great part of my life. Um, what's happening with me? I'm about to have a baby within the next month. So. That's definitely a big change, first baby for me. So um looking forward to seeing what that's all about. So keep up keep up putting the great stuff out. Looking forward to listening and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Megan, congratul <coughs> excuse me. Congratulations. Thank you for calling in. First uh, baby. First baby. How exciting. That's exciting. By the time you let's see. So this will air in a, like a week and a half or so. Maybe she will have had the baby. If it comes early, usually first babies don't come early though. But um we're well, excited for you. Good luck with everything. It yep. is quite a journey. It's a real journey. But it's um it's a great journey. It's an exhausting journey. It's fucking exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see what city she's in. She said St. Louis. Um, well, I guess I don't need to look it up. Someone pays attention. St. Louis. Uh, it's a neat city. I've never been there. I have. It has arches, right? There's one arch. A an arch. An arch. Uh-huh. They do. And they, uh, I've, I've been to their botanical gardens, which was really nice. Well, look who's fancy. They uh, are really into their funnel cakes uh, in St. Louis. I like funnel cake. Um, Do they call them anything fun? Not that I recall. Just funnel cake. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I feel like every city that is on the Mississippi is an interesting city. When and why have you been there? Uh, when I was young, I toured a lot throughout the country. Oh, with, it's part of uh, your choir. choir. My boys' choir days. Mm, and so we stayed there. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. Yeah, everything is through the eyes of a 12-year-old in, in my memory. But I, I remember liking it. So. But I feel like even if you went now, you still might talk about a botanical garden and Maybe. funnel cakes. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would definitely talk about the funnel cakes. Every time I have funnel cake, I think of St. Louis. How, how is it that you and I have been together for 10 years and I never knew that every time you eat funnel cake, you think of St. Louis. How often have we come across funnel cakes? Literally zero times. <laughs> right. Um, you know why? Because I feel like the only place you get it down here is at Knott's Berry Farm and we've never been in Knott's Berry or Farm. Or County Fair, which I know we're going to. Um, actually, they had it at that light thing that we went to. Remember that Christmas light thing in... Um, it, at Not Desconso, but the, the other Not one? The Not Desconso one. Yes. And they had that like... And it, they had that like little snack area. They had funnel cakes there. And I was like, why would I get funnel cakes here? It's Because it's not St. Louis? Was that what you were thinking? Well, why would I no. get it here when I could go to St. Louis? It just was not like a, an area where you could really enjoy it. 
I feel like you need a lot of room yeah, to roam. Yeah, it's like you, you want your you have your plate of funnel yeah, cake. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a walking snack. You got your whatever you want on it, your powdered sugar, maybe some cherries or whatever. Mustard. Have you ever had a funnel cake? <laughs> mustard. It's soy sauce. Uh, and uh, and then you want to have your your business. You want to get to business. <sighs> yeah, I feel like I've had funnel cake walking and it takes away from it. You don't want to walk with it. It's no, awesome. it's a seated snack. Um Wait, what the hell was that place called? I it was like uh, fucking knows it Words was a park. Words are escaping me. It's the Tamsin is a fan of it. It's when it's not lit up. It's in in the arboretum. Yes, the L.A. Arboretum, and it had some name when it was all lit up. It's not important. It's not important to everyone, but it's um, important to for me. For the record, although they had some really cool stuff in there, it was very cool. I liked the Descanso one more. Really? I did. Why? It Here's the hyper local f- content you come for. <laughs> Descanso had a, a more of a of a chill vibe. Mm. Uh, you could relax. You could sort of wander about. You could pick your own path a little bit more. Whereas this one felt like it was uh, something that exists in the city. Like, did it, it feel just- like the like you were walking into Kendall Roy's birthday party? <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Yeah, it, it, they had a, a forest where they yell compliments at you. <laughs> um, what so, I recall was now this was when we were afraid of COVID. Well, there was a little bit of tension, a lot of there, people. but it was like you know how you were on that path and yeah. you just had people and they yes. were in your way. You could and not it was just yeah, yeah, and it's like I don't know. I don't, yes, um, although it was pretty neat. I mean, it had some definitely some neat stuff. I remember the part with all the disco balls and the silver mannequins without heads and yes. feeling very like overwhelmed and sort of dizzy at that part. Yeah. And then they had the one like light display. It was all torches. So it was all fire. I don't remember that. that. was kind of neat. I thought it was cooler. I mean, I I find Desconso to be a very pleasurable, manageable place to be. I think I thought the Arboretum was a, like neatoer. To use a term, that Megan, the young do they use. do a light, a Christmas light show at the St. Louis Botanical Gardens? Because maybe we'll go. We should. You know what we should do? do wait, wait, do families do road trips anymore? I feel like that's a thing of our of the past. We drove across the country at twelve. When I was yeah. twelve, my sister was eight, and my parents were like, "These are the perfect ages." Yeah, I would. Lo- I, I my memories of road trips are all very positive, and we could go drive. Oh. We could drive to uh, the we, what would we do? We drive to like the botanical Chicago, St. Louis, and drive down the Mississippi all the way to to New Orleans. You know what's funny? And I hit could, every city along the way. It'd take months. If I gave you, I could give you a list of things I resent from my childhood. Yeah, and these are all these. This is sad. This is a tragedy. This is a tra- a tragedy of the tragedy of the privileged child. What's that book? The something of the oh, gifted child. The, yeah, drama of the gift. The, the drama. drama of the gifted child. This is the tragedy of the privileged child. <laughs> I could give you a list of things I resent about my childhood that would be like the same list of things my parents are proud of about the way they raised us. <laughs> I resent that they that I was raised in Orange County, California. I mean, I resent every time can I just wait, school that I wait, went wait, wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Both of those things, when I go down to where she grew up and I just look around. I'm like, you got to grow up here. This is yeah. You try it. Fucking amazing, mm-hmm. and it's so nice. I mean, I get the stuff that's the downside of it, but it's like not apparent when you're there. No, I know that's. 
I know. But, I, now that I see it through a parent's eyes, I totally get when they're like, oh, this would be a great No, I don't mean like a, a parent, parent. I mean, like, it's not a -P -P -A -R -E -N -T. visible. A-P-P-A-R-E-N-T. Um, and then your private Both. school, like, <laughs> you get to go to like, a, oh, you got to go to a really good school? Oh, yeah. I'm so sad. I know. No, I know. I get it. What's the and other then, stuff? Oh, this fucking seven week cross country trip they took us on oh, sounds great no i know that's what i'm saying now that i'm on this side of it i'm like let's do that with our kids no it fucking sucked <laughs> it yeah. fucking sucked it was like my childhood how could it have sucked you stayed in hotels you got to jump on hotel beds with your sister and goof around and go to the uh vending machine and find the ice machine and go to find the pool like all that fun yeah, stuff you could there do at hotels there was plenty of you fun got to stuff. stop at like little roadside souvenir shops and go look around and buy jackalope fucking spoons or whatever the fuck it's like i would love to do all that shit although my only thing now is like would it be dangerous because everyone's fucking a MAGA freak on the road now? And they'll be like, are you fucking liberals? I'm going to kill you. Right? That's how it is. Honestly, there was plenty of fun stuff when I look back on it. Um, I would even love to see the MAGA folks because you know what? In For the most part, this country is a great place to travel through. I love it. But it also... At times, I feel like my childhood was like being an ant in an ant farm and then someone just shaking the ant farm all yeah, the time. Well, so it was like very much just... Maybe particular to your family. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of like drama and fighting and just, you know, it was like... um, There was nowhere to go if my parents were fighting or if someone was drinking or if right. like... I mean, I can remember like being in nebraska and like my mom and my sister and me like looking out the window as my dad was parking the car but like we knew he was drunk and like oh i hope this goes okay um the fun of a family trip is like <laughs> is dad drunk <laughs> by the way that didn't happen a lot i don't remember like that what that that was a unique experience drunk which is why i remember i will it. say this too i was thinking about this recently drunk driving not was very as common not as stigmatized when we were growing up my stepdad used to ha always have a fucking beer cracked open while he was driving i mean maybe not all the time but i all my memories i feel like he you know no nah, it was just i mean i know that it, it's not like people thought it was good yeah but it just wasn't right no it was very common yeah it was very it's like common. it's just a beer i'm just catching a buzz i can drive just two beers yeah just two beers. now it's a joke but it was like yeah, yeah. anyway enough of that yeah i uh Look, I'm not going to apologize for how I felt then. I didn't feel great. Yeah, it's too bad because a family road trip can be a, a lot of fun. No, when if if and when we do it, it'll be entirely different because we are entirely different. I'd also like to ride down the the Seine. Is that how you pronounce the Seine? It? The Seine River. I'd In like France? to do. Uh, what's the the rock? The I'm so bad with geography. What's the one in Germany and Vienna? The or Rhine. in Austria, the Rhine. That's yeah. it. I would love to take one of those like boat trips down that river. I want to hit all the rivers. That's what I want to do. Let's hit all the great rivers of the world. So we'll do the Mississippi tour road trip. But then now we'll I'm do, like, what's the Rhone? Because then we'll do the Seine and the Rain and the Rhine the and the Bine. We'll do the Amazon. Uh, we'll do the, the Nile and the Danube. Oh my god, this sounds like a great fucking bucket list. Just check off all the great rivers. <laughs> we'll do the 
the uh the LA River. What is it? The uh the Yangtze River sure. in China? Yeah. The Yangtze. By the way, thinking about all these rivers, I mean they're all beautiful fucking like oh my do the Colorado River? I don't really know much about rivers. The Colorado River takes you down the middle of the Grand Canyon. Never the been. the uh the other rivers take you to other places. Harry, would you like a list of rivers in Germany? No. Okay. Okay. Let's Wait, hang on. There's oh my god, there's so many. But what's the one that goes through Austria? Cuz you can do like you can park your boat and then go to these little like uh taverns that like overlook the river and then you can have yourself a nice Belgian uh beer or a coffee, you know? And look out at the beautiful landscape and then go get back in your boat, go to a fucking castle, visit Dracula. I don't know. Here are the five here, what are the five the major rivers of Germany? There's the Danube. Not what I'm thinking of. The Rhine. That's I think the one I'm thinking of. The Elbe. Nope. The Oder. No. <laughs> There's six more rows. Hang on. Danube, Rhine, Oder. Um, listen. The, we I don't need tell. to do this. Yep, it, I, this is the Rhine. Daniel. What? Do you identify as crypto curious? If you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret or an exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door, whether you've been trading for years or just getting started, Coinbase can help. Look, I think cryptocurrency is really interesting and I'm excited to learn more about it with Coinbase. I personally, up till now, I have found it pretty daunting. I don't get it. I don't quite understand it. And so it prevents me from, uh, you know, getting involved. But that's why I'm excited to, to try Coinbase because they make it really easy to check it all out in one place. Uh, Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, Start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash Allison. Sign up today at coinbase.com slash Allison for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash Allison. And then I wanted to tell you guys about Gem. Um, I don't know how you are with supplements, but for me, I'm always like, I'm going to take this supplement. And then I start taking it and then pretty quickly I fall off because it's just like mixing and it, it mixing it into a drink or whatever it is. I just find that it's sort of inconvenient and I don't really stay on top of it. That is why I love Gem. It is a whole food nutrient dense bite. It is delicious. Uh, and it uh, helps me stay on top of my diet and improve my health in a big way. Nearly 90% of Americans are nutrient deficient. There's a massive misconception that just because you eat healthy, your body doesn't need anything extra. Our food system today is broken, so even if you eat a well-rounded diet, it's impossible to get all the nutrition you need. Gem solves this issue by filling the gaps in your diet with daily nutrition in one delicious bite. Uh, Gem believes in eating your vitamins because food can't fit in a pill. It's not a snack. It's 
not a vitamin as you know vitamins today, capsules, pills, gummies. It's real food designed to make you happy and healthy. It's the first multivitamin. Yes, you heard that right. It's the first multivitamin you eat, not take. Nutrients-dense bites designed to replace your multivitamins and complicated supplement routines in the form your body understands and digests the best. Whole food, free of synthetics, artificial ingredients, added sugar, soy, gluten, and animal products. It's just good food, plants only packed into a bite. Gem is made up of a blend of 15-plus whole food ingredients that give you all the essential vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, superfoods, prebiotics, and probiotics to address our modern lifestyle needs and key deficiencies, helping with total mind and body support. If you want to check out Gem and try their seasonal favorite, Citrus Ginger Daily Essential for yourself, we have a special offer for the Allison Rosen is your new best friend audience. Go to www.gemvitamins.com slash best friend or enter best friend at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's gemvitamins.com slash best friend for 30% off your first order. Thank you, Gem. All right. Um, Daniel. Yes. I have an idea for what we should do now. What's that? I think we should see if Elliot will sing his We Lori Man song into the mic. What do you think? Except I don't know if we want to like disturb him from whatever he's doing. Well, if we do it, that should be the, the it, we should take care of all other business before that. Cause that once he's in here, that'll be the end of the show probably. Right. This episode, but then we're doing another episode. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, okay. Then let's uh, let's see here. Is there anything else we need to discuss on this one? Oh, I have a newsletter now. Um, I've put out three issues. Daniel's read. Have you read any of them? I feel like you're over I read me. the first one. And I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I'd, I haven't read any more because... What is it about me that doesn't appeal to you? I just get you? an ass full of you all all day, every day, anyway. So is that is it? Just, is it boring to you? Is it when just... I'm looking at my phone, it's to escape. Okay, like no one plays a video game uh, where the game is the the job, their own job. Like you don't <laughs> work at McDonald's and then play a video game about working at McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? So it's. Uh... But listen, it, it, it actually, I, I read it and my thought was, yeah, she's a really good writer. I really enjoy reading your writing and um, I'm glad you're writing again because it's like a, a little bit of a different uh, side of your talent. But I don't want to build up expectations. Yeah. Folks. I mean, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. So if you want to subscribe, alisonrosen.substack.com is where you go. It's free. And it comes out weekly right now. Daniel and I are, and the children. I, I have to add, and the children, because it sounds like we're going away without them. We're going away. So I don't know if I might take a break or I don't, uh, probably not though, because I'm having so much fun writing it. Listen to my other podcast. I forgot to mention I am on Patreon. Patreon. I just did an episode of The Friend Zone with Tony where we peppered him with your questions. Uh, you get episodes of The Friend Zone. There is a level where you can text me and I will text you back. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. If you subscribe for – an if you if you opt for an annual subscription, you get two months free. So 12 months for the price of 10. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Daniel, what about you? Um, Twitter and Instagram is where where you can find me. At Daniel Quantz, Q U A N T Z. Um, let's get those numbers up, folks. 
Let's get those those follower numbers up. For Daniel? It's kind of, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a bad reflection on you guys that my numbers aren't higher. <laughs> you know, if you think about it a little bit. No? Okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I blame them too. I, You know, I, I got uh, really nothing else to promote though. So what kind of modern man am I that I have nothing to promote? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, really. Uh, I should I should get on that. Um, I don't know. Enjoy enjoy yourselves. I'm, here I, here's what I want to promote: having fun. <laughs> so uh, go have fun and and think of old DQ while you're doing it, and then try to recover from from that thought. If you want to call in, 323-553-2331. Again, that's 323-553-2331. And uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show. We love to read them. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we are going to go now retrieve our We Filori Man. Hi, Elliot. <laughs> okay, would you like to sing We Filori Man? Yes, We Filori Man. Okay, make sure to be on uh, hit to sing into the mic. Okay. Hello, my name is Elliot. <gasps> Way to sing. Of course, yes. Okay. <gasps> we are the eyeball friends. No. <laughs> I'm the We Filori Man. I can do all whatever you can. Um... I'm a gold walking man, large penny back, and a clipe of ham. That I'm the wee finoy man. Yay! Thank you, honey. Would you like to sing anything else? Um, hello, my name is Ellie. You already had to go away. Um, Mackenzie came me some food. It's already at the table. Don't want you to Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, so full disclosure, uh, I messed up, and that was his second time singing the song. Uh, so he was quickly running through the conversation that we had already had. You know, I feel that the magic might have been in the first time, um, but, you know, that was still good. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alice and Rosie.